Okay, so today's story is called The Bear and the Piano. And it's by David Litchfield. And it is read today by... Mommy Anthony. Does it not have words? Oh, it definitely has words. Let's find out what they say. Here we go. One day in the forest, a young bear cub found something he'd never seen before. What could this strange thing be? He thought. Shyly, he touched it with his stubby paws. Plonk! The strange thing made an awful sound. So the bear left. But the next day, he came back. And the day after that, too. And for days and weeks and months and years until eventually the sounds that came from the strange thing were beautiful and the bear had grown big and strong and grisly when the bear played he felt so happy the sounds took him away from the forest and he dreamed of strange and wonderful lands. It wasn't long before the other bears in the forest were drawn to the clearing. Every night, a crowd gathered to listen to the magical melodies coming from the bear. and and the piano. Well, to them it was just a strange thing. But to us. Then one night, a girl and her father came across the clearing. They told the bear that the strange thing was a... Piano. Mm -hmm. And the sounds it made were music. Come to the city with us, they said. There's lots of music there. You can play grand pianos in front of hundreds of people and hear sounds so beautiful they will make your fur stand on end. The bear knew that if he left the forest, the other bears would be very sad. But... He longed to explore the world beyond the woods, to hear more wonderful music, and to play bigger and better than before. And before long, the bear's name was up in big, bright lights in the big, bright city. So, well, let's see. In the picture, we can see that the bear is now in a fancy tuxedo, which is another, it's it's a fancy suit, a black and white suit. And he's got, he's on a billboard and there's a piano and underneath it, it says the bear and the piano. And then there's a bunch of other signs up that say unmissable and you won't believe your ears or your eyes. And now there's a lot of people who are coming to see his show. 
he played sold-out concerts in giant theaters. And it's true. I mean, look at the size of this theater. There's a lot of people who are sitting there and listening to him. Every night, he performed with such passion and such grace to wild applause and standing ovations and huge admiration. Do you know what that means, standing ovation? How about this? Whenever you have seen something that was very good, do you clap to say, good job? Yeah? Well, these people don't just clap with their hands. They actually stand up and clap. And that is called a standing ovation. And people do that in the... And then they throw flowers. Yes, and sometimes they throw flowers. Good job. They do that whenever they think the performance has been very, very good. The Bear recorded albums that went platinum which means they sold more than anybody else. He was interviewed for magazines. He won awards. He met new people every day and created headlines wherever he went. And when you create a headline, that means that the newspaper puts information about you at the head of their paper so that when you open up the newspaper and you look down, the very first thing you see is a story about yourself if you are the one who's creating the headlines. The city was everything he had hoped it would be, but deep down, something tugged at the bear's heart. He had fame and awards and all the music in the world, but he missed the forest. He missed his old friends, He missed his home. So the bear decided to go back. He speedily crossed the river and excitedly pounded into the forest. He couldn't wait to tell his friends about his time in the city. But when the bear reached the familiar clearing, it was empty. No piano. No bears, no anything. The bear started to worry that his friends had forgotten him or that they were angry that he had left them behind. Then a friend stepped into the clearing. Hello, cried the bear. I'm back. I've missed you so much. Without saying a word, the gray bear ran back into the trees. Wait, called the bear. I'm sorry I left. Please stop. But his friend just kept running. The bear stumbled after him, moving deeper and deeper into the forest until he saw something that made his fur stand on end. What do you think it might be, Philip? Oh, 
for the bear had not been forgotten. His friends weren't angry, but proud. The bear realized that no matter where he went or what he did, they would always be there, watching from afar. They had even kept the piano safe in the shade, ready for his return. And what have they done, Philip? They've taken all the things that they could, his his records and the pieces of paper that were headlines from his from different newspapers and maybe some album art and some articles from his magazines and they've hung them around his piano. So after the bear told his friends about his life in the city and the many concerts he had played, he sat down to play once more. This time for the most important audience of all. And I think that's a beautiful ending to the story, don't you? Yeah.